Welcome to the Kingdom Mandate. Join us each Saturday as we share empowering and equipping messages that reflect on the Kingdom of God according to His sovereign will for mankind to remain in His covenant order. Get your clarion call and follow us on Blog Talk Radio, Kingdom Empowerment, Inc. Welcome to the Kingdom Mandate on Kingdom Empowerment, Inc. Radio. Our continued topic is Women of the Holy Bible, and today we'll be discussing Keturah, a wife of Abraham. Uh, Myself, um, along with the um, broadcast host, Reverend Dr. Donna Ganning, I believe she's not on the call, but I do want to recognize her as as the host of this call. I myself am Jacqueline Rogers. I will be the moderator today, and I have um, along with me a wonderful minister, Belinda McKenzie, and I'd like to thank you again for coming on with me, Minister Belinda. Would you oh, like you to open... <laughs> Yes. Would you like to open us up in prayer? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come humbly before your throne. God, we ask you to be the, in the midst of us, and Lord, let your spirit reign over this meeting, Lord. We ask, God, that you impart in us your understanding, your wisdom, and your knowledge, Lord. Father, we ask you, God, almighty God, for all things in Jesus' name. And we thank you, God, for the honor and privilege, Father, for the reading of your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for that, Minister Belinda. And again, like I said, thank you for joining me on today. And our topic for today, we're going to be discussing Torah. I know she's not a a most popular woman in the Bible. However, she, in fact, became of Abraham after the death of Sarah. So she bore Abraham some children. And what we're going to talk about today, as the Lord leads us, like I said, there's not a lot that the Bible shares about her, but being the, the fact that the Lord took time to mention her by name, and we're discussing women of the Holy Bible, no matter how um, significant or insignificant people might think that they are, if the Lord mentions them, I'm sure he had need of them and he had reason to. So we're going to start talking about 
Thank you, uh, Minister Belinda. We're going to talk about Ketorah, and she's first mentioned in the Bible in Genesis chapter 25, verse 1 through 4, and I'm going to read. Abraham again took a wife, and her name was Ketorah, and she bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Median, Midian, Ishbach, and Shua. Jokshan begot Sheba and Dedan, and the sons of Dedan were Ashuram, Letuchim, and Lumim. And the sons of Midian were Ephah, Hanak, Abdah, and Eldah. All these were the children of Ketorah. And Abraham gave all that he had to Isaac. But Abraham gave gifts to the sons of the concubines, which Abraham had. And while he was still living, he sent them eastward away from Isaac, his son, to the country of the east. And now um, what I wanted to just make mention of here again as we're we're talking about Keturah, she, just like Hagar, bore children to Abraham, but those children were never meant to be the promised children. And as we know that Isaac was God's promised child to Abraham and to Sarah, and that's to who the blessings of Abraham were going to be displayed upon, although God was not going to forsake his other children. Minister Belinda, would you like to um, add some more insight to just um, the fact that we're talking about Keturah and the children that she had born? In the uh, first verse in 25, it says, Then again Abraham took a wife, and her name was Keturah. So he took her as a wife. Yes. And she bore him children, but they were not the children of promise, as you said, because it was Isaac. That was God's promise. So there's two separate things. He took her as a wife. She bore him son. But the promise was given to Sarah's seed, and that was Isaac. Okay, and I like the part where, you know, like you're saying, God acknowledged her, the same thing that he did with the other lady. You know, he forsake her, and he said her sons would be over nations. Mm -hmm. So, again, he he didn't forsake this woman. But uh, what Abraham did before he died, I thought was very uh, good. Some people, you know, he did a separation while he was alive. Yes. And separated them from his son and gave them gifts, you know, provided provisions for them. Right. He knew there had to be a separation. Yes. And and it's symbolic, you know, if, if you look at the scriptures, how God separates things at times. There's a mm-hmm. reason, you know. And uh, but he 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 was, and it almost is like a reflection of God and His mercy that mm-hmm. Abraham his heart. You know, he still was kind and giving towards that his seed that he had. They weren't the promised seed, but they still were his seed. Yes, yes. I mean, you know, a lot of times we have our own perception. But we need to look at the characteristics of God's people in the Bible, those that, you know, honored God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I have to say. Good. And, and, and thank you for sharing that with us. And I like what you said about Abraham 
having that heart like after God to want to provide for his seed. And when we, we read further in scripture, it will be dis, um, disclosed that Abraham was considered a friend of God. So God looked yeah. favorably upon him because of his faith. But we also, too, must realize, too, that, right, he did have these other children with these other women, but it's not talked about a lot. But these children do come back, and they play a role in the things of God, which is why yeah. I, I chose this particular woman yeah. because she bore these children down. Notice that one of her children, um, the, the Midianites, come out of this line, and, and then um, Ishmael from Hagar, the Ishmaelites, those were the very people that actually um, purchased from Jacob's son that we just mm-hmm. talked about last week, yeah. that they purchased Joseph from his brothers. So mm-hmm. isn't it, isn't that, doesn't that say a lot about God and his plan, how mm-hmm. he's determined to always bring things back together? And his plan, and we talked about in previous weeks, that God's will is going to always come to pass Irregardless of man's input in it, God has a way that all things work together for the good, and he brings it back in line because it was the Midianites and the Ishmaelites who Joseph was sold into slavery. Mm-hmm. Those, were his, those were his people. Yes. The brothers and they did not fine. realize they sold their own brother to other family members. Because those were still yet the seed of Abraham. They were his bloodline. They had his blood, yes. you know, his bloodline yes. in them. Yes, yes. And so I just thought that um, in talking about Ketorah, how that was, how God still uses everything, everything that's mm-hmm. done. Like there's no, I don't believe in just there being um, happenstance and coincidence. God, there's the, the, God. you know, he, he, he did the end before the beginning. So when everything comes back and, and, and turns back to God, he already knew nothing catches him by surprise. He already had provision. So in Abraham taking this wife and she bearing him these children and even um, the child that Hagar had had, because he had the one child with Hagar, which was Ishmael, those children still come back together, Abraham's seed, and they still yet are being used as a part of the plan of God. Amen. Yes. So I I really think that 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 was that's that's worth um, mentioning Ketorah, um in in the the women of the Bible because her children would turn around and still not even realizing it would play a part in the lineage that came from Isaac. That's right. Yes. And if she's in the Bible, then she's worthy of that acknowledgement. Because she had, a, she had a plan. It's only yes. us my, that diminish, you know, people's, uh, 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 the plan of God. Everybody in this Bible that is mentioned in it has a part. And to know the parts is to know the whole pieces. Right. Right. And, and two, and I believe, too, that... Um, she would have been the the last person because it doesn't mention Abraham having another wife here. She was the last person to to take heed and take care of Abraham, you know, in his in, in his last days. Mm-hmm. She was probably the last woman to take care of of Abraham, who too being being a friend of God, 
that God did not take it lightly that he mentions mentions her here in the scripture. Yes. And I also like the fact that um, as it goes on, like she's mentioned here, and then she's mentioned again in First Chronicles chapter 1. It opens up, chapter 1, it opens up talking about um, the family of Adam and, and, how, and, Seth to, and from Seth to Abraham. So Abraham all know that he is the father of all the nations, all the seeds of Abraham. All, we are all seed of Abraham, and it comes back to him. But will you notice here in chapter um, First Chronicles 1, it begins at verse 29, and it gives the family. First the family of Ishmael, then the family of Keturah, and then it talks about the family of Isaac. Are you there with me, Minister Belinda? Uh, I'm getting there. Okay. Hold up. okay. Time. Take your time. Okay. First Chronicles in what? Twenty-nine. Chapter one, yes, verse twenty-nine. Okay, I'm there. Go ahead. Yes. Okay, and it mentions here that these are the genealogies. The firstborn of Ishmael, he had seed, was um, mm-hmm. Nebajah, then Kedar. Abdil, Mitsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tima, Jitur, Nafish, and Kadima. These were all the sons of Ishmael. Again, and then on verse number 32, it gives you again, it gives you the family of Keturah. Now, and I just thought it, 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 it um, you know, Odd that, or not really odd, but I think it's just that God, when he talks about, he's mentioning Ishmael, then he mentions the family of Keturah. It says, now the sons born to Keturah, Abraham's concubine, was Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. The sons of Jokshan were Sheba and Dedan. The sons of Midian were Ephah, Ephor, Hanak, Abida, in Eldah, all these were the children of Keturah. And then when you move down to verse 34, then it gives you the family of Isaac. And Abraham begot Isaac. The sons of Isaac were Esau and Israel. The sons of Esau were Eliphaz, Ruel, Jewish, Jalam, and Korah. And the sons of Eliphaz were Tamin, Omar, Zephi, Gatum, Canaz, and by Timna, Amalek. The sons of Ruel were Nathan, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. Then it goes on and gives you the family of, of Zer. I'm not going to read all of these names here because I only wanted to mention, like in my Bible here, it just has the caption. It went from mentioning the family of Ishmael, him being that firstborn, then it went into um, Keturah because that was the other child of other woman that um, Abraham had children with. And then Isaac, as we all know, was the promised child that God had intended to give to Abraham. And seeing as we had recently, we had discussed, we're still talking about the women. We talked about um, uh, Rebecca, who was Isaac's wife. And then we went into uh, Rachel and Leah, who were, 
the children, the wives, I'm sorry, of Jacob, whose God eventually changed his name to Israel. And we're t- we were last talking about the 12, the tribes of Israel, because when we left off talking about Rachel and Leah, we talked briefly about Dinah as well, but Benjamin had not been born. So there were just the 11 um, sons of Jacob. And Joseph was that last child. And so then the story goes on into Genesis talking about how the brothers became angry with him because he was the one that had dreams. He was um, Jacob's favorite, the one then that the brothers hated. They despised him. They sold him off into slavery. And then here you have it come back that Ketorah, like we mentioned earlier, it was her, um, would have been her nephews, actually, because the Ishmaelites were, um, or her stepchildren, however you want to mention that, because the Ishmael, the Ishmaelites were the ones who brought him, but they were sold also to the Midianites. So it was those tribes, again, them being children of Abraham, still wind up getting more seed of Abraham, which was Joseph, and that they were sold into, into slavery. Am, am, I, am, I, am I moving too fast? Am I making sense here with you, Minister Belinda? No, no, it's it's just you know how she bore those sons and then they would return into their areas, so their bloodline was over there, you know. And, yes. and God, He would be a father of many nations. So you're looking at all that area over there, some of that area over there that that offspring produced the generations. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. So, in, in, in just in continuing, though, but like I said, um, we mentioned earlier, God always has a way of bringing his plan together when we, as um, his children, when we stray away. Because I'm sure that it wasn't, uh, we all know that it wasn't uh, Jacob um, now at that time. His name is Israel. It would have never been his desire to have his child sold into slavery, but his son, who actually had some had bore some evil in their heart and they sold Joseph slavery. But look at how God had the very children that were born to Abraham pick him up and take him over to Egypt. Mm-hmm. Because he knew that a famine was going to be coming and they were going to need the favor of God to continue to move on. So there, you know, where Joseph shows up. So, um, just wanted to just move move forward there here. Just want to mention some more though about Ketorah and just like um Hagar and you said earlier about the separation because Abraham knew what God had promised him and he he knew which um seed the promises of God were going to come through. Children share in that promise that God had given to Isaac. So he did, he separated them and he moved them apart. And like you said, he blessed them still so that they continue to live on. You know, he didn't just send them out with anything because they were still his seed. And in, and in doing so, they continue to grow. And like you said, they populated their portion of the world that, uh, the area that God had, uh, what Abraham had sent them to. And I'm sure he had heard again too from the Lord 
in in the separation, and he was he obeyed to what Sarah <clears throat> had said to him about sending when he sent Hagar away. Because remember, that wasn't something that he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You, you recall? Yeah. So he knew that that would have been the right thing to do because the promise of God was supposed to come through a, um, Isaac and not yeah. the other children. The conflict between Sarah and the lady. And sometimes that, that, you know, the separation keeps peace too. But it Yo, was yes. God. It was a plan of God. So. Yes. Yes, that's, that's so true. And sometimes you, right, you, you, you got to separate, like you said, sometimes to keep the peace. So, like I said, there's not a lot to discover about Keturah, but I would like to just to hear your your thought of whatever the God whatever God gives to you, uh, Minister Belinda, in terms of the fact that um, there's there's really no more mention of her other than that she had, she had had these these uh, children with Abraham, and she bore him all sons. It appears. They didn't mention um, any other children that they would have, that she would have had by him. So is the Lord giving you anything else to share with us in regard to um, Ketorah? No, as we read on, we'll find out out of that seed. She had a a major portion, too, because of what her seed would do. Yes. Yes. You know, so... uh, we just read on. It, it, there's more. Okay. So you find out that God, through this woman, Abraham taking this woman, her bearing these children, that there was a lot that would go through her passage of these children and how it would affect the people of Israel. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to my, my Bible slip down and I move my page. Give me one second. I'm going to go in here and I'm going to continue. Because, yes, because you're absolutely right. Because when it talks about um, you cover all of the family, the family lineage here is written down here um, in Chronicles. um, The sons, let me just follow here. Like I said, my Bible dropped and I had a marker here that I was reading. Okay. I apologize. That's fine. Okay. Forgive me. Should have highlighted it. Okay. Okay. Um, now I'm going to go back here. I'm going to go back to um, Ishmael Isaac. Here it is. Well, what I am going to pick up on here, when we were already reading about, we had come come through here, and we had re- read about the um, as we left last left off with Dinah and Jacob having had those children. But prior to that, because we didn't read all of that, we kind of skipped around and we moved over to Leah and to Rachel. We started in 29, but we are left off. So I'm just going to in here, and I'm going to talk about um, just some of the, the marriages 
that had taken place from Esau also, too. I wanted to point this out because Esau, he had had those, he, he married women, too, that were not Israelites but were from Canaan. And mm-hmm. I be, remember when we talked about that he had said that um, there was an um, Rebecca and both Rebecca and Isaac were kind of a little wroth with him when he had taken those those wives. Mm-hmm. They were a little upset about that fact before uh, Jacob had blessed um, Esau. So I just want to go back here and to mention um, where Esau, he married these other women, but he also took another wife after this fact. And I, I had it marked here. And my, I tell you, my Bible, when it fell, it messed me up because I had it kind of together here. Um, please forgive me. Okay. Well, I'm just going to go back here and tie this in with, um, okay. My apologies, Minister Belinda. That's okay. Okay. Here we go. We're. Um, Esau, when um, Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away, Hadan Aram, to take himself away from there, and that as he blessed him, he gave him a charge saying, you shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan, and that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and had gone to Padan Aram. Also Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan did not please his father Isaac. This is where I wanted to mention so Esau went to Ishmael and took Malath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Nebajoth, to, to his wife in addition to the wives he had. So um, that was something I just wanted to point out that to make mention that even though um, Abraham, he had these other sons outside of, of the promised child, Isaac, you see how they kept coming back in Canaanite women that God wasn't pleased with. So he goes back and he gets a daughter from Ishmael, again, Abraham's son. So I just wanted to say that to make mention and, again, to see how, since we started talking about how God, his his sovereign will is going to always come to pass and these things kind of, they just kind of kept going around. He He did eventually kind of in his own way he went back and he got a, a wife from his father's people. Just mm-hmm. like he wanted he had wanted Isaac to do. So you see we're here again where Ishmael, again, the seed of Abraham, still comes back into play and the wife is gotten for Esau because God was not pleased with him even getting, you know, being involved with the Canaanite women. I wanted to just mention again, I'm trying to tie this all in where you mentioned earlier to Minister Belinda just about the separation, you know, like things mm-hmm. that God will separate things and then he brings them back together as he sees fit. Yeah. So what would, what, um, would you like to step in and, and add some more of of what um, or kind of help me out here? Because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get at something that's it's like, it's almost like um, – just what what we had talked about earlier, just with the how God uses the things of the Bible yeah. and the different things to kind of go ahead. 
Yeah, because uh, he wasn't supposed to do that, but he did it. So right. Christ, Christ to correct that he gets a, a wife of that lineage that he was supposed to, that God had said, don't take wives. Okay, but in all of that, as you read and you research, those bloodlines are going to have some conflict in it, you know, because of the tribes, the Midianites and all of that. You'll mm-hmm. find out that they, they also, because of their traditions, because of their beliefs, right. will have conflict with the children of Israel. Yes. But like you say, God, those that like um, Jacob, Isaac, that obeyed, that covenant kept it's kept in line. You know, uh, the promise of God through the, the obedience that Abraham had, you know, all of that plays a part in how that line brings it in and all of that stuff that's on the sidelines that the the line of God. You know, you could almost like uh, when he says line upon line, precept upon precept, or the remnant. He always talks about the remnant. Mm-hmm. Those people that obey the instructions. And you have yes. the, in Israel and in the, the, the people of God, there's always a remnant that went out of line with God said. Oh. And and there, there, there would be consequences for it. But because of the obedience of the others, it always moves forward. You know, God's will will always move forward. But you'll, you'll see, as you search it out about the different tribes, you know, the different people, the Midianites, the Canaanites, and all of them. That we probably need to go ahead and just read on some more. Yes, yes, and and I, I'm glad that that you shared that part because it's it's so true about the you know there there's always going to be a, a remnant the the people that like you said will obey God and will make sure that even though you you, you it's like they're walking with God they start off walking with God and one mm-hmm. goes astray. There will always be some that will keep the order, the the order and the will of God, and move forward, and and they repent, and then they 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 come back in line, and then they 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 make a mistake, and they repent again, because as I'm sure you can recall, with in just reading about the 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 Israelites, that was the majority of the things that happened to them, that God would put them into captivity because they didn't obey, and then you know um, they would repent. And they would get back in line with God because he'd raise up someone that, like you said, um, that wants to obey God and wants to do the will of God. And so then they come and they, they bring themselves back back in line. Yeah. And, uh, and, when and, you were talking about Joseph, right. you know, when his brothers, uh, those were children of Israelites, you know, his brothers. Right. But what they, they allowed a, a seed of, of not a seed of God. But mm-hmm. jealous, you know, to to grow in them, and it caused them to sell their brother. But look at Joseph. Joseph could have been resentful of his brothers. Could have hated his brothers. Mm-hmm. Turned his face to God even in his captivity. Mm-hmm. And that led for him to come out of captivity, and God blessed him. 
and even when his brothers would return, he could have, because he had the king's seal, he could have passed death over his brothers. But he loved them, even despite what they did. So, I mean, you know, the, 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 uh, Abraham marrying this woman, having these children, then telling them, you know, to separate. Well, they led into another area. Mm-hmm. And then his children would live in this area and go where the lands that God told them. And then Joseph would be sailed and go towards that land, you know, to that area of those people, his bloodline. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's always two elements. But the greater one is the element of God, the, the, the obedience. The obedience okay. to, the, to the to the will of God, to the will mm-hmm. of God. <clears throat> his, he turned his will. his being towards God, prayed. When he was in jail, unrifled, charged, he didn't stay in motion. He went down, he prayed. He did. He did. You know, I'm, you know, I know he felt it was unjust. He didn't want to sleep with the lady. But he suffered the consequences that he was innocent of. But he prayed. Mhm. Yes. And 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 again, like I said, there's there's going to be some that are going to obey God, and some that are not going to obey God. But the will of God is always going to come forth, as we as we can see, um, seeing as Ketura was our um, holy woman of the Bible that we were discussing today, and how it all just comes back into alignment. Her child was not a chosen child of Abraham, but he was the seed of Abraham nonetheless. And when they sold Joseph into slavery, and I'm just going to um, move forward here in Genesis verse 37, uh, chapter 37, I'm sorry, after the brothers had done what they they had done, it says um, in verse 23, let me know when you're when you're there, Minister Belinda. Genesis thirty seven verse twenty three. Thirty seven twenty three. Mm-hmm. Okay. It says here. Okay. So, I'm there. Um, verse twenty three. So it came to pass when Joseph had come to his brothers that they stripped Joseph of his tunic, the tunic of many colors that was on him. Then they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was in the water in it, and they sat down to eat a meal. Then they lifted their eyes and looked, and there was a company of Ishmaelites. Mm. Right, exactly. The Ishmaelites coming from Gilead with their camels, bearing spices, balm, and myrrh, on their way to carry them down to Egypt. So Judah said to his brothers, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come and let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and let not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh, and his brothers listened. Then Midianite traders passed by, so the brothers pulled Joseph up and lifted him out of the pit and sold him to the Ishmaelites 
for 20 shekels of silver, and they took Joseph to Egypt. And that is where I wanted to kind of tie it all in at in making Korah. Because, as you can see, not just from, from, from the Ishmaelites, but from Keturah's bloodline, those were the Midianites that came and took Joseph along to Egypt. So God, mm-hmm. he had need of it all, and he used it all for the goodness of his plan mm-hmm. to come to pass. Amen? Yes. And you think about how that boy must have felt. Mm-hmm. He was a and these are his brothers. And they threw him in a well and then mm-hmm. sat down and had a meal. <laughs> Can you imagine knowing your brothers that you love are throwing you in a well and they have no compassion because they're sitting down eating, you know, eating a meal. Right. Mm. And they, and, 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 even, and even after all of that, and just um, talking a little bit about Joseph, you know, he didn't act to um, be Jacob's favorite. He didn't ask to, to, be, to be given these dreams. And he was really just trying to share with what was happening to him, trying to get a, a, um, an idea and let them know these dreams that he was having. He didn't really mm-hmm. um, want to, I don't believe that he wanted to come at them in a way of trying to make himself higher, but even yeah. even. And Jacob at one time said, you know, what are we supposed to be bowing down to you? Like he asked him because of the dream that Joseph had had. But I believe that he was just, he was really trying to share with them to get some sort of revelation that. I believe it was prophesied that Joseph would be a dreamer of dreams. That was a gift from God. Right, right, right. He didn't ask for it. He didn't ask for it. Yeah. He, he, that was a gift from God. Yes. And sometimes, you know, God's people, uh, because of what, they haven't dealt with what's in them. That's why it's important to get delivered. It's mm-hmm. important to be happy Because if you have something in you, your, pre- your precept and your, your uh, sight, line of sight is going to be off. And you're going to, begin to be jealous and hate the things of God. And that's not good. Mm-hmm. Yes, was from God. Yes. And it would serve a mighty purpose. I'm glad. I'm glad. That. I'm glad. Children, what is it, if you look at people, even today, the youngest is always has a heart in the mother and the father. Why is that? It's the baby. The mm-hmm. last of seed. Right. You know, it's not a thing to be jealous. To understand it, when you understand it, it's knowing that every parent and mother loves it, all their children. You know, there's, sometimes there's some twisted stuff, but that's mm-hmm. because. Because there's something in there that is not lined up. Also, I'd just like to mention, Dee, I'm glad that you said that when it comes to siblings, and, and not just siblings, but even as people, you have to be careful that you always search yourself and search out your motives in any given thing. Because mm-hmm. if your heart is not right before the Lord, you know, the enemy 
can come in and 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 alter your emotions if you allow him to into believing yeah, because he comes right he comes to steal kill and destroy and he comes to bring division among mm-hmm. people and he did just that with um the siblings because mm-hmm. Joseph couldn't help the fact that he was born to the woman that Jacob loved the most he loved he loved Rachel he loved her when he when he first saw her again that was that was that's not Jacob I mean Joseph's fault that he was that child born to him and like he said mm-hmm. at the time the baby and then he's the child of the favorite wife so mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but uh, that he didn't ask for that and the brothers I'm sure that there was some contention as they were all growing up you know that they knew that Rachel had not had bore children for a very long time even though she was the wife of, of, of Jacob and that their mother was the one having children but yet, I'm sure they, they even felt some of the tension that Leah felt, you know, some of her pain because mm-hmm. she was not loved by Jacob the way Joseph was, I mean, uh, Rachel was. And if you're not careful, too, those things filter into your children. So it's, it's important that women, as when, when you have children, like you said, they love the children. I'm sure parents, they love all their children, but they love them differently because not all children need the same thing. Yes, they're all different. Right, mean right. One right. more than the other. According to sure. what it is that's in them. You love them all, but you love them differently. Mm-hmm. Because you may have some children that are strong and independent, and they don't require that much hands-on. Then you may have some children that are born that are are not so strong, and they need the parent, you know, to to, to mm-hmm. encourage and to and to and to you know constantly sometimes even lift them up because they don't have the strong self esteem that maybe the the other children may have. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying all that to say, but it's important though that because at some point children grow up and we become individuals. And that's why we all, as as individuals and as children of God, we must always continue to search ourselves and make sure that there is nothing within us. Like the, the, the scripture says, you know, ask God to shine his light on you and to search your heart and, and to make sure that there is nothing, no impurities in you. You really have to do that because you can become jealous, like you said, and, and for things that really are is not necessary for you to be jealous of because gifts and callings God gives them you know, he gives gifts and callings to whoever he chooses and we're not gonna all have the same gift. But I think we are all important in the eyes of God. We all are important. Every child has and he honors all of his children. That's why he said some may come in the, the what is this scripture here, in the morning and evening, what, but they all get the same amount of money. Right. And the one, you know, he questioned God. Right. But right. God valued them equally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The gifts may be different, but we're all important to God. Right. Right. And but you know that um, oftentimes, you know, the the world. That's why it's so important 
to have a relationship with God and stay connected to God. And like um, it came about, I think maybe two or three weeks ago, um, uh, when we were talking about Rachel and Leah, and Dr. Ghani was so kind to add this to it. She said in Romans where Paul has said, you know, God's going to have mercy on whoever God wants to have mercy on. And that's not the place of man to judge what God has, what God has deemed, you know, worthy. It's not for us to say that it's unworthy. If God yes. said it's worthy and we just have to accept the word of God for what it is. If God said it, then that's it. The amen of that at all. If God said it, then, then so be it. It's done. And there's nothing that we might not agree with it. We may not understand it, but Mm -hmm. we really have no authority to question it Mm -hmm. and to disobey it. Yes. We, we always have to do, do what the Lord has said. So again, as you know, just um, in keeping everything in con- in connection, God chooses whom He chooses, and when man don't choose you and God chooses you, He will always make a way for His chosen ones. Just no matter um, what the trial or what the tribulation is, as Scripture says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But God said He's faithful. And he will bring you through, he'll deliver you from them all. And mm-hmm. and here we find Joseph having that type of faith and, and belief, you know, even though he was a dreamer, it encouraged his faith in God to, 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 to just trust God in the midst of everything that he was going through. He didn't know why these things were happening to him. I'm sure he was mm-hmm. as surprised, like, why would my brothers want to sell me? Why would they want to get rid of me? Mm-hmm. And like you said, when the time came, that that was God. That was that was that was the plan. That was God's hand was all in the midst of that because God knew that there was going to a family was going to come and and He would be in Egypt. The bounty and the plenty was that when they really realized that they were. Um, you know, go about to go through this, they were in this famine that Jacob sent his um, sent them down and says, go to Egypt and, you know, get us, you know, um, provisions so that, you know, we can eat and we don't starve. And who do they run into in Egypt? Yeah, right. But, but, Jake, but Joseph, and again, look at how God just takes it all together he used the, still used the seed of Abraham to usher all of this into into being. In 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 part of the the seed that came um, from from Hagar and from um, Keturah, all of them are yeah. playing a part here because Jacob is is clearly in the um, Joseph. I'm sorry, he's in Isaac's lineage clearly that came from Sarah. The, the the Israelites that were coming through were from Hagar, again, still Abraham's seed, and then the Midianite traders were from Keturah, um, mm-hmm. as a result of Abraham being with Keturah. So God uses all of this, and he brings it all back around. And like you said, he all, there's always going to be that remnant, that remnant. Mm-hmm. 
of his chosen people that are going that are, will continue to bring forth the will of God in mm-hmm. in 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 the honor of God and and keep the things of God. Yes, that's why it really pays to stay uh, uh, in the spirit realm and be led by the spirit, not by your thoughts or your traditions or how you think. Amen. And letting God judge the matter. Yes. Because we can get someone and look at their reputation and judge Uh them by their reputation. Uh But God is calling that person out as his child. Oh, shit, is one quick thing. There was a lady, and the town, she had a reputation that the town put labeled on her. I don't use that label. A whore. Mm -hmm. And an alcoholic. You know, she was an alcoholic. But yet, God seemed fit to honor this woman. I didn't really know her, but God would send me to her. And and he would give me things to tell her. I didn't have an opinion about her. I heard the reputation later. But that's uh-huh. not what God that's not what God called her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't going to church, but God sent the word to her. Mm-hmm. You know, we we don't know what God, you know is saying or what he's doing. And uh, thank you for sharing that, um, Minister Belinda, because oftentimes, too, that just reminded me uh, when you said about this label that this that they put on this woman. Look at David. You know, yes, he was a great mighty king, but David did a lot of horrible things. He made, he made when he made a mistake, he made a big mistake. You know, he when he veered off, he veered off. So God still yet called him a man after God's own heart. David yeah. was a, an adulterer. Things today in in the in the body of Christ, you know, we 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 will frown upon them. We, you know, most they find out that Jesus woman had, had slept. murder. He I'm was sorry? a murderer. Too. I said he was a murderer too. Yes, yes, he was. Well, with that today, we hear about things of people. And, and sometimes the church doesn't want to be bothered with them anymore because mm-hmm. they made a mistake or they had some bad judgment. You know, the this this man he has an affair or his wife or this one this woman has an affair with a married man or she um, cheats on her husband for whatever the reason is. But then God decides that He still wants to use them. Who are we? Who are we not to allow God's sovereign will to take place? And we put our own things, you know, um, ab- above God in some in some aspect as to when we judge in that form. Now, I, I believe that, you know, we are to have a discernment and we are supposed to be mindful of things that not just that people are doing, but most of all that we're doing. Because the Bible says, judge yourself, lest ye be judged. You know, don't, don't judge others lest ye be judged, but you're supposed to shine the spotlight on yourself. And just imagine sometimes, we have not, nobody's done anything right. The Bible clearly tells you that um, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But yet sometimes it, it appears that it's almost difficult for the body of Christ to have mercy on on people who may sometimes miss the mark. Mm-hmm. And, and see, when you say judge not, 
There, there's two dimensions in that. Now you're not supposed to put your judgment on somebody. But you, the, you have to learn, the scripture says, we judge between good and evil. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the judgment is to judge between what is right and wrong. Mm-hmm. And that as a, a child of God, when we do that by the spirit, then we don't go towards which is evil. We refrain from it. We touch not the unclean or the dead things. That's the judgment. Right. You know, and he said God's people will judge the the will judge. But there's a it, what God is saying. You have to seek God what he is saying, what the scripture means. You know, there was time I lacked judgment. I thought certain things were just dandy dandy and they were sin and hell to my to my soul. Mm-hmm. And I faith in things that were unclean and ungodly. Mm-hmm. But because of the Spirit of God and learning the Word of God, I can judge now by the Spirit what is clean and unclean. And mm-hmm. I won't participate in it. But I only want that clear. Because some people use that scripture. Uh, judge not. You know, they don't want to fall in the, the righteousness of God. Right, right. Not understanding that you've already condemned yourself according to the Word. The Word is what's going to be judged. The world will be judged by this Word. And right. you, if you're outside of it, you're already condemned. But there, like you say, is hope by repentance and accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And that's what, and that's what I believe, you know, God looks for in all of us. First of all, that you know, we search ourselves, and we mm-hmm. and we rightly before the Lord in and of ourselves, and that we mm-hmm. we says you know, ex, ex, we have to learn to to extend mercy, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes mm-hmm. to um, to people when they're going through because. We may not always put, you know, we don't always do everything right. And um, since you said that, I'm just looking here. Um, what it was just shared with me, First um, Corinthians, how it talks about um, the different things in the church and how we're supposed to put away the wicked things and when and judgment by the saints. And when we do things, like you said, we got to look at the word. The word of but, God. Because he says we are to judge what God says. But it's the word you're judge, putting in that judgment. It's the right. word. You're using the guideline of these scriptures. Because there's a scripture that says, um, what is it? Um, I can't quote it. What a man believes is right but his death. It's, but I'm not saying it right. Um, share a little bit with me. Maybe I can help you find it. What did you say? Um, it's the uh, one where it says the ways of a man, you know, maybe seem right, but it's a different way it's put. Oh, oh. oh okay. I know I know what you're talking about, too. I'm going to see if I can help you find it. Um, mm-hmm. it, it may seem right unto a man, but, um, yes, right, okay. Yes. I know what you're talking about. Let me see if it's. And see, that was given to me one time by a prophet. Okay. And his wife was on the other, was hearing it. And she said, why did you say that to Sister Belinda? 
See, that's the exaltation of people. But that exalt, she didn't mean that by it, but you have to learn to come out of that kind of stuff. And, and it was the way I was walking. But yet later, I will fall into something, and that word would come back to me. What I was thinking and the manipulation of somebody, I thought was right, and it was wrong. Had to repent. Right, right. Did I get offended? That was said. I heard that word. I knew it came from God, but I didn't have to understand it. By the the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I wasn't walking in it then. He didn't say an offense. He said something was right. But I didn't, I knew it was by the Spirit, but I had no revelation of it. But I kept it in my heart. And then God would reveal it down. That was several years later. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But Bada said, you know what she was saying. What are you saying that to me for? What do you mean? Ananias and Sapphira, mm-hmm. how 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 their how their hearts were not right before the mm-hmm. Lord, and but it mm-hmm. was the Holy Spirit that that um brought down the judgment. And and, mm-hmm. and and it took their lives because of the fact that they actually thought that they were deceiving the Holy Spirit. That I believe that's what um I think it was Peter when he said to them that he says but P, um Peter said to Ananias, Why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost and to keep that and he spoke boldly. So and he we get mad because yeah. We get mad when the Holy Ghost speaks to somebody to discern what you're right. doing. And right. we get mad when you ought to get understanding or repent. Get understanding because these people lost their lives. Important to know because we really have to be, we really have to hear, hear God, be led by the Holy Spirit of God. And when people are deceptive, again, they're not just, if someone comes to you, they're not um, deceiving you. You know, you coming to them in the spirit of God, and you're confronting them. You're asking them. They're not lying to you. They're now lying to the Holy Spirit because you're walking in the spirit of God, and that's what you're operating in. So it's not just you that they're talking to. It's the spirit of God that's in you that that is now something that and to see. So now what are you going to do? You know. Mm -hmm. And they think they look at you, they look at you in the natural, but when you come in the spirit of God and, and the anointing of the Holy Ghost, that's a whole different level of discernment, yeah. a, a, um, acknowledgement, because, you know, we, we as, as, as human beings, we have a certain authority that God has given us to um, have dominion and power over this earth but it's only by the Holy Spirit of God that we have yeah. that and that Holy Ghost with power, you know, mm-hmm. that we're able to discern. And, and, it, and, it, and it's not just because, you know, people think because people can speak in tongues that, that's, that that power comes with that, but it comes from spending time in the presence of God and being filled and remaining filled with the Holy Spirit. 
that you can move and you can do these things and you'll have that power and that discernment. Because without that, that's why it's just in, um, I believe it is John in 15, that apart from, apart from, from, from the Father, Jesus is saying, apart from the Father, you can do nothing. And we cannot, we cannot do anything with, with, except that the power of, of the living God dwells within us that gives us that ability to discern and to, um, to know what it is that the Spirit of God is saying and doing and, and moving at that moment. Yes, yep. it's, in fact, it's in John chapter 15, verse 5. It says, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. In order to 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 um, be able to rightfully judge and properly discern and and um, and do it according to the word of God, we must be filled with the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. and have we that. Have yeah, we have to be yoked with him and learn, and and yes. submit under submission because even the word without the spirit and you bring it to somebody in your flesh, you're condemning something that should not be condemned. You're not giving understanding. You're giving flesh. Flesh cannot do anything. Right, right. Jesus never said a word in his flesh, and he was the word. And he was the word, yes. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. He and the word became flesh. And came in, he was led by the Spirit. Many times they came to him trying to have him detour off of the word and go into carnality, but he would always say, "I came to do the will of my Father who sent me." He was saying to them, "I have not come here in myself." I have not come in my thoughts, but I come by doing only the will that my father has said. And what was God's will? He was to preach his word. He was to fulfill the prophecies of God's word. He said, I have not come to undo the word, but to fulfill it. Right. Now, we might need to get back on this word. Right. And he and he said too. Um, I'm going to go to that scripture. I believe it's John, ten and ten, uh, mentioning first the, the the enemy. The thief cometh not for to steal and to kill and to destroy. And I am come that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd is life for his sheep. But yes. he that entirely and not the shepherd. Whose own the she, who, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming, and leaveth the sheep and fleeth, and the wolf catches them and scattereth the sheep. That yeah. here he, he he's letting you know right there that with those who are not of God are not going to be able to protect the sheep. Because they don't have the discernment, and you really, you really, you really got to be connected with the things of God. And this is this hour that we are in and moving forward, so that the Holy Ghost of God can speak to you, can lead you, 
and guide you in all truth because that's what the comforter is. That's what Jesus had told his disciples. I'm going to lead you a, leave you a comforter, and he's going to, to lead and guide and direct you into all truth, and that's the job of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And he on this earth telling right. people they don't need the Holy Ghost. That's not scripture. No, that is not, not scripture. He sent they, them to receive. If they didn't need the Holy Ghost, why would Jesus tell his disciples? He told them to wait there and tell wait there. Wait there. Wait there, irregardless of how long it took. He told them to sit there and wait. But the other thing that's important, too, that he said to them there, too, to wait. He also mm-hmm. said that they have, they, they, they have to get on one accord. Yes. They're waiting, and they're waiting. And, I, I, and I'm glad that, that we're, we're coming to this part and we're, we're talking about this because in their waiting, they had to be on one accord. There couldn't be contention. There couldn't be strife. Everybody's heart had to be right and pure before the Lord. Mm-hmm. And when the Spirit of God moves in you, like the scripture says, iron sharp is iron. Yes. When you are when you are a child of God, you recognize another child of God. Mm-hmm. You 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 pick that up in the spirit, and you know, and it's uh, and it, again by the Holy Spirit, yeah. you will you will know by the Holy Spirit, and without the Holy Spirit, you're kind of just grasping at straws. And then you then you're left to rely on your fleshly knowledge. Mm-hmm. And as we we mentioned earlier, your flesh can be wrong and and cause you to get caught up in your emotions. Mm-hmm. And your emotions can cause you to make wrong decisions mm-hmm. based on what you feel and not what mm-hmm. you know about the things of God. Mm-hmm. God will crucify you. The Holy Ghost will crucify your emotions. He will line yeah. them up with the Word of God. Yes. Yeah. A lot of things that we say, well, that's just me. And don't understand that's not really you. That's something you haven't crafted by growing up. Your traditions mm-hmm. of your family, this, yeah. your emotions yeah. of what you've gone through. And those emotions are causing people to be in bondage. But the power of the living God. And that, and when he said, I will give you a comforter that will endow you with power, what was that power for? What was the Holy Ghost going to give you? What is the embodiment of the Holy Ghost? It's a tool that you need. And, and we're not understanding those that are saved need to be before God to get the Holy Ghost, to receive that power. But go on, we, we need a story. Amen, amen. Thank you for sharing that, Minister Belinda. I'm going to move over to um, just in, in talking what you're talking about. We're going to go with me over here to Ephesians chapter 3. Um, he's where in here he says he will make the mystery, he will make it known. It says here, um, let me know when you get there with me so we can follow together. Okay, good. Say it again. My mind um, was somewhere else. That's okay. Ephesians chapter 3, I'm going to start at verse 1. 
Jesus chapter 3. Hold on. Those that have that gift, God bless them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they can run through that Bible and find it quick. I know, right? Have... So right. Oh. We're here to glorify God, so take your time. Stay back here. Yes. Okay. Okay, Ephesians, what chapter? Ephesians 3. 3? Yes, 3. I'm going to start at verse 1. Okay. Prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to you, Lord, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in a few words, whereby... When ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, mm-hmm. which in ages was not made known unto the sons of man, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. That the Gentiles should be fellow, fellow, fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel, whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the gift of grace of God, even unto me, by the effectual working of his power. And that's the Holy Ghost power. Yes. Right? And it came from God because he said that God, through the mysteries, it wasn't known. But because of the, the, the um, oh, where is he going? Oh, let me see. He says, three, how by revelation he made known unto me the mystery. Okay? God gave yes. him the revelation. He wasn't going to get it by just reading it. He had to have the revelation of it. And it came on high. People are reading the scriptures and have no revelation. You've got to get this from on high. God, that Holy Ghost is a reason, power. You know, but I mean, they didn't have it. Well, go on, go on. No, but that's but that is what we need today. That that is the thing that we must have the Holy Ghost. It's 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 a must because it comes to give you that power. And then I'm going to jump over here. Um, in verse, um, go back to John for a minute in chapter 16. Just flip back a few pages, and it says here. At John chapter 16, and it starts at verse 5. These are some of the words of warning of Jesus when he's saying, he's speaking. Hold on. I'm reading another Bible. Okay, John, which chapter? John chapter 16. I'm going to start reading here. We're going to read um, from 1 to 16 because these are words of warning that Jesus had given. And it says, 
verse 16, verse 1, it says, These things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogue. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. Mm-hmm. And these things will they do unto you. They have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you that when the time shall come, ye may remember that I told you of them. And these things I say not unto you at the beginning because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you asketh me, whither thou go? But because I have said these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter, will not come unto you, but if I depart, I will send him unto you. So Jesus had to die so that yes. we could be with the Holy Spirit. And but he asked, he, you don't even ask me where I'm going. No. They didn't have the revelation even to ask him. And then it, when they heard it, because they didn't have the understanding, right. that heart filled with sorrow. How many times are we still in a heart with sorrow and it shouldn't be? Because we, if we seek out for understanding, it won't be sorrowful. That's right. He That's right. So they could receive something. That's right. Yes. Yes. And, and, and I want to continue down here. And it says, uh, when he said that the, the comforter will come, will come, this is um, verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Lord will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Mm-hmm. Of sin because, he says, of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. That's the devil. The evil of this world is judged. Amen? Amen. And it says here in verse 12, I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he shall not, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. So the Holy, Holy Spirit is hearing from God, from the throne room when it, when it comes to you. So it says that he shall glorify, excuse me, glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and he shall show it unto you. And things that the Father hath are mine, therefore I, said I that he will take of mine, and shall show it unto you a little while, and ye shall not see me, and again a little while ye shall see me before I go to the Father. That was Jesus telling the disciples that he had to leave, but that he, when they saw him at the Mount of Transfiguration, yes, and then he left again. He left again. And God but, is still uh, telling us the things that we're good. That He'll show us things before they're going to happen. Right. That's it. 
seeing it here, here to here. By the and there are all things that are coming that people are not aware on this yes. earth, and it's going to be ugly. But, you know, it, everybody wants to, that some, not everybody, some want, well, let's speak of the good thing. He said they're going to say peace, and there's really no peace coming. Now, that's scripture he told us. Yeah. But destruction will come. God is, I mean, we want uh, love, 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 but we have no understanding that there, when God comes, when Jesus returns back, he's not coming with love. He's coming with his wrath. He's coming to judge. That's right. He's coming to judge. Why are, the, why are they going to be gashing of the teeth? Why are they going to hide in the rocks? And the rocks is going to cry out. Yes. Go on. Yes. But ultimately, we need the Holy Spirit That's to, to walk with us and to talk with us. Because yeah. um, the truth is going to tell us. What is right, yeah. it doesn't matter how sugar-coated it is. It doesn't matter how, how deceptive it is. He said the very elect will be deceived, yes. If possible, if possible. Yes. So how are you going to discern that? How are you going to, you can't, nothing can fake God. Nothing can deceive the spirit of God. That has to be, you have to be led by the spirit and the spirit of truth. Not my truth, but the right, truth right. of God. And, and, and the spirit of God has to be able to tell you what is what. And we have yeah. to try things by the spirit. And, and speaking, of, speaking of the Holy Spirit, let's go over here to Galatians where it says where the, 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 the gifts of the spirit are. Because when you receive the Holy Spirit of God, you also receive these gifts. Galatians 5, um, it's, it's Galatians 5 and 22, but prior to that, in 519, it talks about also the gifts of the flesh. Because the flesh, we, we are of the flesh, and you know that the spirit and the flesh, they war against each other. Yeah. They're warring against each other. Now, in, um, in, in Galatians 5, verse 19, it says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest. Which are these, and these are your works of the flesh. Because if we haven't had the spirit, this is how we. This is what the flesh would want to do: adultery, fornication, unclean, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, oh. emulation, wrath, strife, sedition, heresy, envying, murders, drunkenness. Reveling in such a light, and this is what I like what Paul has said here, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you, in the they which do these things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Walking in the spirit, it says here, the fruit of the spirit, because you have to examine the fruit. The fruit of the spirit. You tell people, which is going across the nation in the churches, these things are okay. This is okay. 
That I'm sorry, that's a lie from the pit of hell. It's mm-hmm. not okay. It's not. This talking about your life, eternal life. Yeah. And eternal damnation. Yes. In in the fruit of the spirit, this is what this is where if you're walking in these things, this is what pleases God. You walk mm-hmm. in the love and of joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Amen. These are the things that God is calling us to do, to be long-suffering. Love of God, not our love. And what does God say about love? If you love, love. him, you keep his commandments. That's right. And love is the principal thing. Just like it says, I believe it's in, um quoted right now, but I know it says, of faith, hope, in, yes. in charity. The greatest of these is charity, and that charity is being loved. Yes. Love. And, and and he says, those who he loves, he chastises. He chastises. That's right. That's right. He ain't right. going to baby you and say, okay, this is okay. He will tell you to come right. out. Yeah. That's love. That's the love of God. We've got some other kind of love we're telling people and where we're, God helped them. You know? Yeah. I can say as a witness, because if God had not come, I would have split hell open behind this crazy crap people were telling me. Yeah. You didn't know and you didn't know and start learning the word of God for yourself and you no. come out of traditions of the church and you really sit down and when you study the word of God and you see it for yourself that a lot of what is being taught across the pulpit today is not the truth. It's not the truth. It's no, not it's not it, the it's, full it's not the full truth. Because they'll take some no. scripture they'll, and they'll read it out of context, but it's not what the I, word of God I had stopped going to church. I hadn't gone to church in years. When I was young, I stopped going about nine or ten, eleven. If I was made to go, I didn't care. But the Lord came to my house when I was in my thirties. The Spirit of God, and I could not believe there was a living God. Then the, my eyes, the scales were taken off my eyes, and God began to give me revelation knowledge. That's when I sat and said, "Oh my God, you're real, and hell is real." Your heart, your heart was to please God. Yeah, you know, and it and it made me say, Lord, I could have went to hell. Mhm, mhm. But He loves you. He said, he, but His Word says He's not gonna leave us ignorant to the world's devices. Thank you. He, if man yeah. don't preach, if man mm-hmm. don't preach, God will God, come. God, make sure you know it. And and we're but go on. I'm, I'm, I don't want to get the subject. Go on. When he said, you know, I just had mentioned earlier how love, the greatest of the hope, the faith, and the, and the charity is charity, which is the love. And scripture also says that in um, the first John 1 and 15, it says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For Thank all you. Right. Huh? For, for all that is in the world, 
the lust of the flesh. This is what's in the world. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it is but is of the world. And the world passes away in the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God will abide forever. We must obey the will of God and his word. You can't love the world and say you're pleasing God. And that, well, I have the love of God. No, you don't. The scripture says you don't. Yeah, I used to have a love, but it had nothing to do with God. He changed my love to where, and he tells us constantly, anybody that's serving God, come out. If you love me, you will come out. You, well, I will not allow you to partake of that. Be ye holy as I am holy. Amen. Ooh. Amen. And then in Psalms here, about hating evil, in Psalms it says in verse 10, ye that love the Lord hate evil. He preserveth the souls of his saints. He delivereth them out of the hand of the wicked. When you love God, he will protect you. Yes. But when you love God, he will protect you. When the love of God is in your heart, he will keep the enemy from utterly destroying you. But you, 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 we, we must, we must serve God in His fullness. And He, like the Spirit says, we must worship Him in spirit and and in truth. And we must obey God and be filled with the Holy Spirit because without the Holy Spirit. And just coming back into this, I just want to bring this back around because we got maybe um, a little more than thirty minutes. We started out talking about Ketorah, the woman, um, the wife of Abraham, and and in doing and in talking about her, we shared that her children, no, they were not of the promised seed of Abraham, but God, in His sovereignness, He brought it all back together and made a way because He knew God knows His children. He knows who's going to listen. He already knows nothing catches God by surprise. And so he had already had um, things in the work and in place so that Joseph, when he was family and then put into the uh, Egypt, into Pharaoh's home, and where he received favor from Pharaoh, the favor of God just was all upon him. And that, that's, that's what fills the scripture says that what the devil meant for evil, God will make good out of it. Because they meant that thing for evil. They meant to sell him off. They meant to never see him again and never have anything to do with him. But God, but God saw fit to bring it back around that Joseph would be the one who would turn around and save the Israelites in their time of their famine. And, and, and he takes what the world, what, what they want to do evil, and he makes good out of it. Now, they didn't have the Holy Spirit operating with them. They were just walking by faith with God. And then when Jesus comes on the scene, we receive the Holy Spirit of God. Christ died. We just went through res- the Resurrection Sunday. Christ died so that we could live. And in his dying, we have life, but God didn't forsake us. He still left us that comforter that he spoke about because Jesus had to be born he had to die. He had to be crucified so he could be raised again so that we could live today and be filled with the spirit of the living God. 
The Word was God. The Word was with God. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. That was Christ. We must be filled with the Spirit of God today if we are going to continue to do the work of the ministry. Because that's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why the disciples were here for to, to spread the gospel. He said, go ye. He said, I have to leave, but I'm going to send you a comforter. And he told them to go wait and to go tarry spirit that was going to come upon them. But they had to be, which was most important, I think, in that scripture, they had to all be on one accord. And that's the thing that's important that I believe a lot of times is, is missing in the church because they have uh, different agendas than that of Christ. And that of God. And there lies a big problem because they're not operating on one accord. They're not filled with the real spirit of God. And people are doing things in and of themselves and they're not being led by God. So as we, were, we have been covering here about um, the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit, and not loving the things of the world. That what does the scripture says? If we're going to worship God, we must worship him in spirit and in truth, not in our flesh. Because, Minister Melinda, you said it, and you oftentimes remind us of it, and I'm glad to, that you do when the Lord prompts you that we cannot be moved by our emotions. Amen. We must continue to pray and seek God and let the Holy Spirit speak to us because if we are going to be led by our emotions, then we're going to be led by the flesh. And when you're led by the flesh, we said early here that the the the, the fruit of the um the gifts of the flesh there's nothing good that comes out of your flesh. There's nothing good that comes out of the out of the flesh. We must we must Walk by the Spirit of God, because if we don't, we'll, we will fulfill the lust of our flesh. In the lust of the flesh, there's nothing good that comes out of it. As we mentioned before, that's all your adultery and fornication and anything, even rebelliousness, anything that does not allow the Spirit of God to exalt itself in your life is coming from your flesh. And every day we have to deny our flesh and walk in the spirit of God and be led of the things of God. Mm-hmm. You want to read a few more of the scriptures before we get off? Yeah. Um, let's go here. If you are in it, let's go back to um, 2 Corinthians. Because um, if, we, if we did have some people listening to us today, would like to leave them with something if they know God or they don't know God, if they if they um, don't know God, that they get a relationship with God. But in order to really know God and know what the, the plan of the God is for our lives, I believe we must examine ourselves, as the scripture says, and be willing to be honest with ourselves. The scripture says in... Um, Second Corinthians, verse 13. 
and I'm going to read from verse 1 through down. I'm, I'll stop when I feel led of the, of the Lord to finish. It says here, verse 1, this is the third time I am coming to you. In the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established. Told you before and foretell you as if I were present the second time and being absent now, I write to them which therefore have sinned into all others that if I come again, I will not spare. Since ye seek a proof of Christ, Speaking in me, which to you, which to you, Lord, is not weak, but is mighty in you. For thou, he was crucified through weakness, yet he liveth by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but we shall live with him by the power of God towards you. This is where it starts to say, verse 5, examine yourselves. Whether ye be in the faith, prove your own self. Know ye not your own self, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except ye be reprobate. But I trust that ye shall know that we are not reprobates, those are believe, that are believers. Now I pray to God that ye do no evil, not that we should appear approved, but that Ye should do that which is honest, though we be as reprobate. For we can do nothing against the truth, but for the truth. For we are glad when we when we are weak, and ye are strong. And this also we wish, even in even your perfection. Therefore, being absent, thus being present, I should use sharpness according to the power which the Lord has given me to edification and not to destruction. Because that's what the word comes to do. The word, like like the scripture says, um, Christ doesn't come. There is no condemnation in Christ. The Holy Spirit comes to bring conviction. But we must also know, like um, here it just said in verse 10, which the Lord has given me to edification. When those who are filled with the Spirit of God, like you said, and they come and they and they re, 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 reveal what the Word of God is saying by way of the Spirit, we can't get offended. We can't be upset because truly examine ourselves. The Word of God will rightly divide the truth that that is within you. You know for yourself where you are, how you're living. You don't need anyone to tell you if you're honest. And that's what the scripture was saying here. It says, you, be, be honest. Be honest with yourself and tell yourselves the truth. So when the word of God comes, it doesn't come, it's not surprising, it's not shocking to you because who knows you better than you outside of the Holy Spirit, outside of God. You know yourself. And so when the Spirit of God comes to be honest with yourself, and you must tell yourself the truth in all things so that the Spirit of God can truly operate and work in you and you're not moved by your flesh. So, uh, Minister Belinda, I, I know we're kind of we're getting close in time, and after all that we 
shared today. I thank you again for participating. I really enjoy um, sharing the word with you and hearing what the Lord lays on your heart by way of the Holy Spirit. So if you would mm-hmm. like to take a moment for anyone who has been listening, um, if you like to pray whatever the Lord has led on your heart, those who would like to desire to have a relationship with Christ, and do and, and leave them with a, um, a prayer of encouragement today from what we've shared. Yes. Uh, you know, if, if, if God speaks to you and God reveals something, your flesh may act, act out, okay? It may get upset because it's the flesh that God's correct. But in your heart, you know it's true. Don't be discouraged. God's not condemning you. He wants to create in you the image of God. You know, when she said the scripture that the spirit of truth, you can't remove it. You can't, when it's God's word and, and the spirit of God comes to you and reveals something. It's not for uh, destruction. It's for the edification of your spirit, man. He's coming saying, my child, this has caused you so much hurt, has caused you so much loss. But I come to give you knowledge to come out of a darkness so you can come into the light. Just know it's true. Just know it's the true act of God, the love of your father. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, love for Jesus to walk all that time, to go through all of that. But the greatest love was for him to get on the cross. That was not easy. Mm-hmm. You know, eating of his flesh, the ridicule of mocking him, when all he had was the true love of God. People were in bondage. Mm-hmm. They were dying. And anybody that is hearing this word, if it's cutting, he's cutting away the junk. And you're not junk. The enemy makes us junk. He makes us feel we're unworthy. He makes us feel that we have no hope, no chance. The love of God. He said, when you are weak, but in him you are strong. It's not your your strength. It's the strength of God. You know, people here have had many Christians. You know, they were struggling. I mean, through some horrible stuff. And the tears would flow out. And they'd say, Sister Blender, uh, that scripture, uh, when you're weak, you're strong. I don't feel strong. No, you don't. Right. But if you go towards God, you're strong because he lifts you up. He holds you up. He gives you strength. His power is endless. So I pray that you be encouraged. Yes. Don't the flesh tell you, I don't want to hear this. I don't want that. That's the devil block you from receiving the power of God. So I'm going to pray 
Dear yeah. God, pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. For those that have no hope, that hope will come to them. I pray, God, that understanding your wisdom and your knowledge, but, God, your love will come to them. Because you say, God, you those that you love, you chastise. Not in bondage. Some of y'all have been abused. And when you hear, they say, uh, you have heard it in churches, maybe, well, there's uh, the rod, you know, stand not the rod. That is not what God is talking about. He said the rod of wisdom, to correct a child in love with wisdom. Wisdom keeps you from going in a place that could kill you and to destroy your heart, destroy your mind. I pray that God will come in a dream, in a vision. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask God that those that don't know you, God, that you will reveal yourself to them, God. Lord, you are a great I am. You are the living God, Father. You said there are many gods, but there is one God, one living God with power. Lord, there are people out there that need to know who you are. God, I pray, God, that you will come in their homes, Lord. I pray, God, you will come in dreams and visions, God, that, that you will touch their minds, touch their bodies, and they will know by the evidence that there has been a living God has come and touched me, and I am changed. And, Father, for those, Lord God, that are out of your will, God, that they will come into repentance, God, that they will begin to seek you, God, that they will give their lives back to you, Lord Jesus. For God, you said that you wish that none would be lost, God. Lord, we ask God that you know that thy will be done in their lives, Lord. Thy will, God. And God, those that have become weak, God, let them become strong in you. Lord Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, reveal thy will unto them, Lord Jesus. God, those that are hungering and thirsting after the Holy Ghost, let them be filled, God. Lord, in your name, Jesus, we pray. God, that all things be done according to thy will, God, and thy glory, Father. Lord, Jesus, your power is endless, God. It has no limitations, God. Wherever they are, God, show up for them, Lord Jesus. Those that are in prison unjustly, God, open the prison doors open. God, you can open a door no man can close, God. Those that are crying out to your name, God. Those that are in bondage, God. Those that are in 
slavery that exists today that are being abused, God. Deliver them, Lord Father. Out of the bondage of oppression, God. Those children, God, that think that they have no power because they're small. God, show them in a dream, God. Raise up them little soldiers, God. Send out the legions of angels, those worn angels with the flaming sword, God. The angel that can kill a thousand, God. And let them know, let the enemy know, touch not the innocent, God. Shed not the innocent blood, God. There are people crying out, Lord Jesus. And those that don't know, God, reveal unto them the truth. Send the spirit of truth, God. In the name of Jesus, God. I call it done. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Minister Belinda. Yes, God. Yes, God. And, and uh, so let's uh, continue to pray. I, I would like to um, come before the Lord and pray for those who are still struggling, um, even in the church, that you've given your life to the Lord already. Okay? Father God, we lift those up, Lord God, who are wondering if the things are true. And they are struggling. Oh God, with the, oh, the traditions of the church, oh God, the traditions, oh God. But your okay. word says, we love yes. you. We follow your commandments. Yes, so Lord. The traditions yeah. of the church, oh God. But Father, thank you, example, God, is they will study, show themselves, oh God, workmen that need not the chains of the gospel, oh God. Father God, and that they do not uh, just take what the preacher says, oh God, but they pull away, oh God, and they and some time with you, and they let your Holy Spirit begin to teach them, show them, and guide them through the scripture, oh God, line of line, precepts, precept, oh God. Now your desire is that none shall be lost, oh God, and that all shall be saved and come to the knowledge and the saving grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, oh God. So, Father God, we continue, oh God, to pray for those, oh God, who are struggling in their faith, oh God, and even in their walk, oh God. Father God, lift up those, oh God, who are struggling with identity crisis, oh God. Father God, those, oh God, who are struggling, oh God, with, with habitual sin, oh God. Father God, we ask and we pray, Lord God, that they come to you, Lord God, and they lay it down at your feet, oh God, and they come and they spend time with you, oh God, because, Lord God, you can do all things except fail, Father God, and we can do all things through, through Christ, oh God, who strengthens us and in your spirit, oh God, when it dwells among us, oh God. Father God, we pray, Lord God, that you would search the hearts of your people, oh God, and anything, Lord God, that is not like you, oh God, let them give you the freedom, Father God, to give it up, Lord God, to, to pass it, to, to lay it at your feet, oh God, and to, to, to desire, Father God, to walk uprightly before you. So we ask that if there's anyone that is on this line today, Lord God, that they don't know Jesus, Father God, that they come, they accept you as Lord and Savior over their lives. And if they have accepted you, God, if they backslide and stage, oh God, that they still yet come to you, Lord, and ask to renew a right spirit in them, oh God, and pour out a right spirit over their lives, Father God. Just like Lord God, the the the, uh, the women, Lord God, had the the oil lamp, Father God. We must continue, Lord God, the fire burns. We must continue to receive oil 
God. So that the light came to birth. So we pray, Lord God, for a fresh outpouring of your anointing, oh God. A fresh outpouring of the Spirit, holy God. Lord God, and we thank you, Lord God, for all those, Lord God, who don't know you that will come to you, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, for future broadcasts. So, God, that you have allowed Father us to be on the call, to be to take the mandate, Father God, that you are calling, you are calling your to you, oh God, to worship you and to praise you in spirit and in truth, oh God. Not in traditions, oh God, but in spirit and in truth that you made a part on our hearts, oh God. I lift up to you, Lord God, Dr. Ghani. Father God, I thank you, Lord God, for what she has done. I pray for God that one will plant, another will water, but you, God, will ultimately give the increase, oh God. So increase, increase those that are saved, Lord God, who desire to come to the saving of Christ Jesus, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, and we don't take lightly, Father God, your presence and your Spirit, oh God, that comes, oh God, to dwell among us, oh God. We don't take it lightly, Father God. And Lord God, that we, we take the time, Lord God, to worship you and to spend time in your presence, oh God. And if there is a caller on the line that wants to, to share and say any, if you're available at this moment and you want to have a few words, you'll have a moment. I'm going to silence myself that you may speak, caller, if you are there. Hello? Yes. Can y'all hear me? Yes, we can. Um, can y'all hear me? Yes, I can hear you. How are you? All right. Um, I've been listening, and uh, I seek the Lord, and I read my word, and um, I just uh, am was moving up to a new level. Um Great. Uh, and with grace, and of course, the enemy is attacking, which that's what he does. Uh, mm-hmm. So God have been healing and delivering me, and I'm moving to a new level. And he told God told me if I fought, fought the last thing, He would move me by grace and move me up to where He wants me, further up along the pathway. Yes. And of course, God is preparing me. To um, he's preparing me for the next level, and um, of course, there's much warfare, and I continue to worship and read my word and study. And um, uh, what I've noticed is I have such a hunger for the word, and I just get up, read, and read, and read, and it's like I can't get enough of it, and it's like I'm gap, uh, gal, uh. What do you call it? Some people say chew it up and swallow it. I'm uh, gulping it down, and it's like a a new experience every day. And I try to continue to read uh, uh, what I've read before and got a revelation. I continue to try to read it and get more deeper revelation. Uh, What I've noticed is that I'm too shallow, so I've gone deeper in the spirit and I've seen more um, demonic stuff that I really am tired of seeing. I really want to see lovely mm-hmm. things, but 
somebody said that's probably not going to happen. You're going to see whatever, <laughs> whatever is on yes. your path or whatever. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, I'm ready to see some lovely things. I'm I'm really kind of tired of seeing demonic things. So uh, they're very, uh, very uh, clear and very vivid. Like they're right in front of my face, mm-hmm. and it's not far off. There is very, uh, you know, detailed. You know, like my my like my jewelry is very detailed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the pictures that I see in the spirit. So uh, yeah, I'm just ready for some lovely pictures, like jewelry or whatever. But yeah, um, I'm moving forward, but yeah, it's a um, very different walk for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found I have to worship quite a bit of a long time in order to, about 15, 20 songs in order to feel like I can be safe in the spirit in mm-hmm. order to pray. I can't seem, I mean, I'm talking to God, uh after I worship a, a few hours mm-hmm. in order for me to feel I could submit. And uh, it's just because I think that's because of what I went through, mm-hmm. uh, the attack that I went through, um, and that almost killed me. I know God has moved me far away from that now. Um, but, yeah, it's it's been very difficult for me to, you know, just trust that God is there and that I can pray and I can tell, talk to God and tell him what I need and tell him what I've been experiencing and just moving forward with that and uh, trusting God that he's going to be there and that he's here listening to me right now and just mm-hmm. trusting that and okay. and not questioning it every little step of the thing because you know, I, I did go from a, a monitoring spirit and a demonic thing around my home and in my presence. And even though I have angels here in my room and in my house, I still had a monitoring spirit that was coming and hiding behind certain things in the wall. So yeah, now everything has been cleaned out, but it's just trusting that again, knowing that God is with me. And so it's been it's different now. Um, I'm I get I'm I'm uh, experiencing more discernment and everything. But yeah, I don't really think uh, I know. I don't have a reprobate mind. It's just I studied the word all the time before I got attacked, and now it's like I'm. Caller. Hello. Okay, I hear you unmuted. (laughs) Okay, okay. Let me ask you a question. Is this your first time calling and listening on the line? No, I've been listening ever since from the beginning when Dr. Gandy invited me. Okay, okay. So you are familiar, though, with the call, though. Well, um, thank you for calling in today. We are um, getting to, um, I'm near at the end. But we will continue to keep prayer. And thank you for calling. I thank you for listening. And I'm blessed to know that you are encouraged and you're hungry for the things of God. Because the word mm. says, draw nigh unto the Lord. He will, in fact, draw nigh unto you. 
So you're right where God can speak to you and use you. So continue to search out the scriptures and read the word in your quiet time, and the Lord will give you what is for you. And it may not always be pretty because maybe you're not in a place that, that's all, but God will ultimately bring you out. And it won't always yeah. to endure until the end when God decides to move and he sees fit to do and to have his way and his will in your life. But you're definitely yeah. on the track. And we will continue to pray for you, that the Lord will yeah. continue to be a blessing and, and, and keep you in your mind, in your right mind, and not let the enemy have his way with you. But you do have authority over the enemy. You're given that when you are born on this earth to speak to those things and to put place the enemy under your feet. And you are, in fact, following after God. So the devil must flee. When you submit yourself to the Lord, the enemy must flee from you. You do have that authority. So walk in it and be encouraged. And don't let the enemy continue to have his way with you because you are victorious in Christ Jesus. Not through anything mm-hmm. that we've done, but Christ died for you to have the victory. So all we, you do and all of us, we just have to walk in it and believe God. Because the victory is ours. That's what the word says, that we, we prevail in the world. So be eternal. Uh-huh. Have a wonderful mm-hmm. day. Thank you so much for calling. And I pray okay. that you listen to the broadcast. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I listened. I was just, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I've heard it. Yeah, I've heard it. And okay. Yes, I'm going to experience a lot of miracles. Hallelujah. Yeah, I've been That's going through some. Not, not done yet because he, he's still in the miracle business. As long as he's yeah. carrying, miracles are still pending. Mm-hmm. So continue to believe God for them. Yeah. You know, every time you strive for God, you better believe hell will break open. But remember, mm-hmm. that is in you than in the world. Amen. Yep. The devil's mad Amen. because you're after God. But yep. he does not have the last word over your soul. Oh, he no. may attack you, but God is greater. And yeah. he almost you, but he didn't. Yeah. You know, yep. God is still uh, God. And no matter what we go through, God has a reason. And there is a, mm-hmm. it's like you're going through a tunnel, but at the end of that tunnel is light. Yeah. Through many a tunnels, and God showed oh. me. He said, but remember, I am the Alpha and the Omega. You're going to go through this. But the outcome is going to end the life. That's a promise to yeah. everyone God's children. Yeah. And and knowing the devices of the enemy is powerful. And if he's taking you to a new realm, there are new things and new revelations you're gonna he's gonna give you. He yes, says some strength and strength. <laughs> he's yeah. not gonna and much is given, much is required. And he said, mm-hmm. praise all things. Because we, why does he say praise him? When we praise him, we open up the kingdom of heaven. Yes. Uh, you know, there is 
I remember when God said, praise me, when I was walking in the cold with my son and didn't have a car. He said, praise me now, Belinda. I said, excuse me? I didn't have to praise me. I didn't have revelation, but when I started doing it, just following those little simple directions, it led me to the most powerful direction. I found out when I praise God, things begin to change. Mm -hmm. It's in the realm. The doors are being opened. But right now, I'm in the the natural, and it looks like all hell is breaking loose. There is no, yeah, but see, you don't see what I see. Mm -hmm. Because I'm, so just praise me for the things that I'm doing that you don't even know I'm doing. So I put it in my language. Lord, I praise you, God, for what I don't see that you're doing for me. Yeah. I praise you for the yeah. victory. If it's, if it's sickness, I say, Lord, I thank you that my health is in your hand. It's not what I see, but what the impact of your word, God. Amen. And, and uh, the show has stopped, but uh, oh. I, I okay. want to say sometimes, too, that tough love will sting a person back into reality. Okay, and when I'm talking about tough love, I'm talking about speaking the word of God in the, in its actual context because it has, it, it will deliver a person. Am I right yeah. uh, or wrong, Minister Lita? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. I, I've been already. Well, you told I, me you I don't know. Preaching the word of God now, right? Well, I, I've been seeking the when you said lifetime to whatever a month ago or two months ago you said seek the Lord and I said I had been seeking the Lord. So and I when when you had we were doing all those time frames of uh, three a.m. six a.m. that helped me a lot because I used to pray like that all the time. But for I I know I'm out of practice and all that, but. It helped me a lot for Dr. Gannon to get up and pray with me at 3 o'clock in the morning, 6 o'clock in the morning, 9 o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock in the in the, in night. And I'm not talking about me, but I'm talking about the place that you're going into now. They're preaching the word of God, though, right? Yeah. It's and right on. So that, it's right on. It's, it's raw word. Yeah, I, and it's breaking up that fallow ground, and it's bringing you into the truth and spirit of Jesus Christ. Yes. Because the other, that other thing they wasn't teaching the right thing. wasn't doing anything for you because it was, it was yeah. not uh, telling the truth, right? Uh-uh. Yeah, right. Oh. Now, this mm-hmm. other place, they're teaching the truth, and it, it, it goes in line with what we're talking about over here, and it goes also in line with the prophet, that other guy that prophesied to me. All of y'all are in line now, finally. But the other place, oh, my, such a difference, such a difference. But I'm glad I needed the truth. I don't, you know, I'm loving it now. I'm loving the Lord like I, before, and, you know, the truth, I have to have the truth. So mm-hmm. I'm loving it. I'm loving Amen. that I can study again and read and get whatever I need to get. And, and be able to I'm talk to God happy. and I'm enjoying myself again. 
So yes, what a big change there is, mm-hmm. and I'm, I pre- I'm, I appreciate Doctor Gay, <laughs> which she well, doesn't uh, know how much, but I, I appreciate her and, and to God. I know. Yeah, it's all the glory goes to God, but she led right. me in the right way through God. He led me the right way as, as well as the priest, the church I'm with now, and the prophets. They all three were confirming each other through my life. It's made such a difference, and to I'll, get me I'll, back I'll, to where the I'll word. Sometimes I have to go myself and minister. Uh, uh, hear very much from me. She's my my uh, uh, sounding board. <laughs> Sometimes it puts you back in the right place. It's good. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I always have to have it. Yeah, I have to have the tough love because. If you can't handle the uh, – to me, it was always told to me when I was little was that truth is the only thing that's going to set you free. And if it burns so bad, if it's so hot on you, that's what you needed to hear. I, you know, I, if it hurts so bad or whatever, that's what I needed to hear. So I am all for that. I'm all for that. But, that's the way I've learned. If it hurts so bad, that's what I needed to know. So that's the way my Because <laughs> if it feels good, there's something wrong with it. But if it hurts you, then that's what you need to hear. So that's what my motto is. Yeah. We thank God for everything. And um, we we thank him for his word, especially because that's what we want to be aligned with. And we want to do it his way and not based on our own feelings and emotions. And uh, uh, that's the best way. Because uh, God does and this his word is fact. It doesn't matter how long you stand before God, you just stay there until he does the increase. Amen. Amen. Yes, amen. Stand in the Lord. Yeah, because he's, if he's training you in warfare, then you need to see them deep. And that, and he yeah. gives you pretty stuff too. But you gotta you oh, gotta be willing to do whatever he wants you to do. Oh yeah. Jesus I, didn't get I can, stuff. I can get him now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jesus uh, suffered I, nothing. And he said yeah. if you don't suffer, you won't reign with him. And Jesus didn't get no pretty stuff until he got on that cross and got off. Yeah. You know? Yep. 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 I went yep. to a living hell, and for a long time, a year, I saw nothing but demons. But God said, "You're gonna see them, and you're gonna learn." And then He started sending me in between there nice stuff, but I had to stay where I was supposed to stay. If it meant snot crying, because He was getting rid of my junk, He got rid to make me the person I am today. Amen. Yes, yeah. Lord. And as I took correction, God spoke of things to me openly through a prophet 
One time she told me, Belinda, oh my God. He said, if you could see Sister Belinda, she looks like an elephant, and her, her you know how elephant sways back and forward? Mm-hmm. And he Sister Belinda, God said, many a times you left out of here, you wanted to kick me in my leg. He said, is this true? I said, yes, but I didn't. I said, not in your leg, but somewhere else. You made me mad. But... <laughs> it was my flesh that got mad. Everything that man said was the truth. Right. Uh-huh. But my flesh wanted to whoop his butt. Yeah. There was one time they started ministering to this young man. Oh, my God, now he was behind the wall. And I, I was almost going to break down and just hysterical cry, but I didn't like crying in front of people. This child was so humble and been through a living hell with this wife that he got. And, I mean, he would do anything for her. And for a whole year, he didn't have sex. This is a young man, you know? And he was having a hard, a hard time. And God said, <laughs> they were dealing with him on a personal level. He said, I know this is going to be hard, but God said, I have to say this to you. Mm. He said, wife has refrained from you, and it's been almost a year. That boy started crying. I wow. went behind the wall because I didn't want to hear it. Why didn't I want to hear it? He mm. said, I said, oh, I'll slap the living piss out of him. Sure. That's what I said in my mind. You know why God said to Belinda? Because I lived through that myself. I was married, and and, and the the isolation a person can feel having someone in their life. Understanding why is all this going taking place? Me trying to be honorable. In a year, we had sex twice. The second time he fell asleep, God was healing me. I was saying, you're going to have to see and hear. You're trying to hide, but this man is needing help. How are you going to be effective in me if you don't get healed and you don't stop hiding? You know I'm calling you forward, but... Part of you would like to stay back here because you don't want to deal with up here. Up here is going to make you accountable. You can't say, uh, I'm weak because I'm going to make you strong. <laughs> you know? Let me tell you, I had to surrender. And I cried. And I prayed. When they prayed for that boy, Something broke in me. I prayed beyond measure. It's like, you know, when Jesus prayed for us in the garden of Gethsemane, and he said his blood, his tears, his sweat became blood. I've been where that man is, but I was older now. And God took me through some stuff to make me understand, to take the hurt away. 
wasn't a reflection of me. It was what was going on in the person. I know stuff that I haven't spoke to nobody. A spirit that this person that I was married to had and was dealing. Something he said to me one time, he said, and he used to say, and I was so, you know, because it's not in my nature to think like that. He said, Melinda, see, what do you think about somebody living a double life? I said, what? I said, I feel sorry for him. He said, why you say that, Blinda C? That's what he used to call me, Blinda C. And I said, because living one life's hard enough. And if you're living two, you got to lie and you got to remember all them lies you're telling. <laughs> Father's good. Yes, he is. You know? He's going to deal with us, and then he's going to, we're going to have to say, he'll say to you, are you willing? And you have to say, yes, I am, Lord, no matter what the cost. There's a lot of drugs I get me, got out of me. I was so crazy and uh, broken and nuts. I would say nuts. But that me mm-hmm. I <laughs> And then... But be unwilling to stand where God says, and keep on hungering and, and praying, and receiving everything that He said. Whatever correction He wants to correct me, let Him do it. Yep, that's right. That's right. Oh, the sister, I mean, uh, uh, Sister Donna, <laughs> is Sister Jackie still on here? Sister Jackie? Jacqueline, is she on here? She is, but uh, she may have her phone muted. I do see no. her on the line, but she, or either she may be on another call. I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. Um, Dr. Donna, can you hear me? Yes, I can. I, I did, I had to beat myself because I was doing something, but Minister Belinda, you always have, have a word for me, so if you want to release it, feel free. I'm still here. Hello? I don't know what happened to them cats. Hello? I don't know. Minister Belinda still there? Jack, Sister Jacqueline, she's coming back in now. Hello? Okay, yes. I'm okay. here, Minister Belinda. Uh, I'm here, Dr. Yon, if she comes Minister back in. Belinda, I'm going to just make my call. Minister Belinda, are you on mute? Yes. She's on there, but uh, Minister Belinda, are you on mute? Okay, can you hear Minister Belinda? Uh, Sister Jacqueline, is she on yet? Yeah, Sister Jacqueline, you there, right? I'm here. Yes, I am. 
Yeah, I was going. I was going like this. I don't know if you felt. I was going like uh, since the Donna's not on here, I was kind of nervous. Uh, how was you feeling? Well, I was too, and you know, it's almost like you know, um, she because she's the 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 um, our more like the the mother of the call. So yes, I was I was a little uh, leery, but. I, I was determined to stay in the course, and I, I always thank you for being there because I enjoy mm-hmm. um, what the Lord usually comes through to you, and I know you hear from God, so it's always a blessing for me, and it's a comfort, too. I was comforted to know that you, at least you would be there, and I didn't have to be there by myself, and Dr. Ghani wasn't going to be there, so thank you. I'm not going to have Donna and Jacqueline. You all have said, I said, I'll be coming. And, Thank uh, you. And I was going to ask Donna, how did we do, Donna? <laughs> Donna? And then you guys were very fine. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, great. It. What did you think, Minister Lisa? What did you think about it? I thought that we did wonderfully. I was wanting to, I was wanting to intervene, but I don't know when I can and when I can't, so. Oh. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we can open up the lines uh, a little sooner. I think sometimes you get so engrossed in the conversation. I was talking you forget. You know, you forget about time. Yeah. So I think that's because I know I do that quite often when I was on there. That I I forget about time because you just get so caught up in the conversation. Yes, I was. I was. Well, I didn't want to say anything because it's Lisa's a lead. You know. And uh, this was my thought. I said, Lord, should we get back on that them scriptures, you know, that we started on with? I don't know. How well, the Lord, the Lord knows what he's doing. <laughs> and I said, well, Lord. Well, I mean. Where was, uh, well, I the, thought it was very Boy, yeah, it was really good. Uh, the problem with me is I don't have any adults I talk to on a daily basis. I just have my daughter. So when I get on the line, I know I just have way too much information. I need to learn mm-hmm. how to get short-winded and not long-winded. I just need to cut it down to a bare, bare instead mm-hmm. of talking. So that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's where I'm at. I don't have like, any adults around me. Just me mm-hmm. and God. Sometimes I talk to God for a long time. I'm, I'm here by myself. All the time. There ain't nobody in here but me and the dog. Me and little, I talk to her and talk to God most times. Sister Jacqueline, what do you think? <laughs> Sister Jacqueline? Am I, can you hear me? Is it unmuted? Mm-hmm. Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I want your opinion. What do you okay. think? Listen, I, I am I like I told Dr. Gotti, I'm just I'm honored just to be able to participate. I enjoy it myself. Um, it does so much for me, you know, in, in sharing. Like I, I need you ladies in my life right now, so I'm really grateful to God to be able to participate. And I'm open to whatever the Lord is going to do by his spirit. Because, you know, we can't dictate everything can't be controlled, everything cannot be According to a script, always, and you just have to move according to the Lord what He what He's given to you. And if you believe that God is within you, then whatever He gives you is gonna be for need. 
for somebody, even if you don't understand it, it's going to bless somebody. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm grateful I'm, to be able to participate and to hear and to listen. And um, Minister Letha, feel no way. If you get on and you talk and you want to talk, if I had known you were there and you want to comment, maybe we could, um, you know, if I had known ahead of time, you're more than uh, welcome to, to comment and share, you know. Yeah, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm submissive. It's like I was submissive unto Donna. This is your thing. God handed it to you. I'm under your lead. You hear me? Yeah, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that again? Uh, it was uh, Jacqueline. Did she hear that? I said, yeah, Sister I, I, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. Okay. I said I was submissive unto Donna because that was the the leading that God gave her this, and it's mm-hmm. been passed on to you. And the same thing I will do is be uh, submissive unto what you say. I, I so appreciate that. I so appreciate that, uh-huh. and and God bless all of you. And I I believe the God in each one of you. So I'm I'm just blessed to be a part of it. I really am. Thank you. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was good to me. I enjoyed it, and I I loved uh, some of the things that you guys were bringing out about Katura as well, um, which is very well, important. Yeah. Yeah, to, to look at it from different perspectives because we have a lot of people that live in a family as such, you know, and um, they don't understand. And I like the points that were being brought up, out about uh, the children being treated differently because it's not they have their own individuality. You know, you can't treat all of them the same. You know, so I agree. I love what you guys were saying. It's good. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. And, and people take, you know, the only child, the last baby child, it's something natural with that. It's not trying to make that child more than the others. It's your last child. Mm-hmm. You know, you love them all the same. My sister used to think my mother loved me more than her. And I said, you know, that that's not true. Our relationship, she said, well, your mama went out, I said, because I chose to be with her. You know, Manilda held a lot of stuff over her head. And I said, I chose not to look at just her faults. I chose to love her, period. Mm-hmm. There's certain things I didn't agree with my mother. And she said stuff about Belinda. I told her, I said, Mama, that's wrong. I said, you shouldn't say that to her. You know, she tried to put this thing on, well, eh, you be out all night. And you do it. I said, Mama, listen, don't be trying to make her say that she's some whore. I said, because that ain't right. I said, I could come in at, uh, at uh, I don't like that word, I never have. I could come in at 8 o'clock, honey, and have sex with three men. Mm. Just come in at 8 o'clock, that's the evidence or something? Mama said, what did you think about it? I said, I'm saying that, Mama. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you love your kids differently because they're all different. But you got them, I love them. My oldest son, Lonzo, is a whole totally different than Charlotte. And then Charlotte got a whole lot of ways of putting in Lonzo's. So, there's a lot of things. It was good, though. I just, you know, 
I'm just, and we were worried about two hours, Jacqueline. You know, that it was going to be uh, long or whatever, not be able to reach it. But, you know, when you when you start um, talking about the things of God, you see how that time just begins to fly by? <laughs> it left. <laughs> it did. It did. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I'm sure the next one will be good. Do you have an idea of what direction you're going on, or are you going to pray about it for a little while? Um, I'm, I was thinking, you know, I just li- I would like to just, as we move in forward, um, going through the scripture, just kind of the, the women that are, are popping out at the time because, you know, I don't want to go too far ahead and then we have to backtrack just so we can stay, stay on course. So I'm going to continue to um, read. And I'll, I'll let you guys know something at least by Monday. Ooh, what okay. the topic will be. Okay. Okay. At least the name. Well, um, okay, so you'll send an email to. Um, yes, out to you. And um, if you give me uh, Minister Lisa's phone number and her information, oh, I can um, okay, include yeah. her in. Okay. Oh, okay, I will send. Uh, Who you said? Say it again. Um, he's, uh, Minister Lisa, if she would like to be on okay. on a regular, if oh, she wants okay. to participate. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all yeah. right. Did you hear that, Minister Lisa? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. Are yes. you ready for that? Oh, my God. I got to have it. I got to have it. All of a time, I got to have it. Uh-uh. <laughs> This is okay, like people, people that are dark are, are coming to me, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't want the ministry. dark people coming to me. <laughs> ministry is everywhere. Ministry is everywhere. So, uh, well, you know, see, uh, the I, I'm going to tell you all a little praise before. Well, because... Uh, uh, there's a little thing They always come bring church stuff to my door And Jehovah Witness Always come to my door And so I told uh, Jehovah Witness I said uh, Do y'all know about the resurrected power Boy they looked at me like Oh only Jesus has that I said well how are you going to go From door to door And witness about Jesus And somebody needs some healing And you can't pray over them to, to, to call forth the power if you don't have access to the power. So they looked at me mm. all crazy. You can hear it in your voice that you that that you're speaking on the, the uh, a different level. Hey, you can hear your voice. Hey, yeah, I've been in the word. Anyway, but, uh, yeah, but but you but still love them because you know you never know when one will be received the truth and the spirit of the Lord. You know they come around here too, and I, uh, but I I try to take time with them and and show them sometimes the Word of God as it is in this uh, different Bible because theirs is different and there's a lot of things that are taken out 
truly take away from the the powerful deity of Jesus Christ. So, you know, the 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 ones who don't know, um, you know, these are and the people who are looking for it and striving for it. Jesus said, "I'm coming for yeah. the sinners and." You see, he also, there's two different levels of sinners in the Bible. There's one that know, and then there's one that don't know that they're in sin or don't know because they they have come up in uh, a religion that that's all they know. Yeah. And that, ha- that religion yeah. teaches and counteracts every other religion with uh, yeah. their own... Ho- own holy scripture so they never know the truth about Jesus Christ you know Uh they haven't tasted of his glory they haven't come to those levels of the knowledge of Christ Um, as in Hebrews 6 talks about so um, you know it's a matter of being uh, God give us the grace and patience to endure uh, through it, through it all, but to to enlighten them in the into the right path by the word of God. There's just a lot of people out there that even they they came up in what was called Christianity to them, but it's not the Christianity of following Jesus Christ. It's one that's adulterated and polluted and diluted, and they need that true saving knowledge. So that's what uh, we're trying to do is give them that true saving salvation knowledge that they can come to that uh walking in Christ the way he would want it to be done. It's not what I'm looking at on the outside of how someone's walking, talking, uh yeah. how they dressing and, and things like that, but by the spirit of God you you know. You you can you can touch somebody if you're in, in the spirit of God and, and you can feel the dark presence. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, some people can submit to darkness. Yeah. You understand, which is perdition. Mm-hmm. Some people can, and and immediately when yeah. it, it would draw something off of you, it, it will. I can't explain this to you. It will draw. You become weak because of the 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 force. Is not that. Uh, you picking up that force, but that force is drawing from you so bad because it's so corrupted. So um, the Holy Spirit will let you know, this is me, this is not me. And if you play with the Holy Spirit, guess what? You're in trouble. You can play with the Holy Ghost. I want to get That's my question. So, anyway, uh, by the word of God, they can come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Because if I tell them my way uh, without the word, they will say, well, it's not, uh, where is that in the, in the Bible? I've always been taught this. My pastor taught me this. My my leader taught me that. You know, I, my, mom, my mom taught me this. But if you show them that this is in the word of God, then... Either they will chew it or they will, you know, uh, the bone. I mean, eat the meat and throw away the bone, or they will eat, consume the bone and and the meat and or go back to the milk. One or the other. <laughs> one or the other. 
we our hopes is is that they will come to the you know desiring and wanting the meat of the word of God and want to dwell in it and live in it so that they can grow. Because Paul said, "What desire we should desire to become apostles, not remaining." He said, "We should desire to become." First Corinthians chapter twelve, at the end of the book, and um, not about those gifts of the Spirit. Uh, it's not about any of the gifts, but it's about our relationship and how our relationship is bonded with the Lord. And that yoke is on us, and we're using the word of God accordingly. We we are speaking as he says speak. We are sitting as he says sit. And um, sometimes, you know, I, I said I was going to myself respond to something, but the Lord told me, don't don't respond. Actions speak louder than words. Yes. Hello? <laughs> so... Exactly what what he told me when I I had walked away. Uh, actions speak louder than words, so now um, I have to keep silent. And the action is is don't don't be responsive to it. Don't even interject with it. Don't even incline in it because the first thing you say will become a different report. Hello. Yes. Okay. So sometimes you just you you you, you just. Uh, you know, just the enemy and kind of exactly. So I will be obedient to the Lord, no matter what I said or what I did. Uh, okay, now I have to shut down and do what the Lord said. So we move forward in Christ, in Jesus Christ. Amen. So uh, thank you so much again. Uh, Sister Jacqueline, and we we wait. We'll wait up on you, and you wait up on the Lord. Amen. I'm excited, Sister Jacqueline. Yes, <laughs> so am I. So am I. Yes. So am I. I really am. <laughs> to see what the Lord is going to do, because I know it's him. He's moving. He is, and I'm going to let him have his way. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, as soon as uh, I got Kim, we need to uh, get with you as well to show you how to use the studio. Okay. Yes. Yes. We'll we'll make okay. sure. Um, I have I have some time available, probably on Monday. Monday evening. Would that be good for you? Yeah, Monday will be fine. Monday okay. evening will be fine. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. You all start. have a blessed rest of the day. God bless y'all. Okay, I will. Okay, God bless y'all. Thank you. All right, bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye.